Hey everyone, what's up? Welcome in to another episode of Real Sports Talk by Naraj Kalia. I know it's been some time since I last spoke and had an episode, so I'm going to keep it nice and short uh, today. A lot going on. Uh, I want to kick off things by just uh, recapping, um, you know, men and college, uh, women's college basketball. Um, you know, March Madness title game and just give my reaction on that. What a uh, what a moment! What a uh, a run for two teams that definitely had similar paths to it. You think about it. I mean, two teams that emerged victorious on uh, Monday night really had a lot of success. Um, um, last few years, just your know, circumstances and obviously a couple of tough losses kind of affected these teams, but they bounced back in a huge way. And that's exactly what South Carolina did. That's where I want to start off. South Carolina um, was able to win the uh, 2022 national title game uh, by beating UConn. Uh, so I think the final score was 64-49. to 49. What a performance and what a run by the South Carolina team that was so dominant this season. You know, head coach Don Staley is someone who obviously has transformed this program so much where they won regular season titles they won conference titles you know they made a number of c16 but ever since she took over the program in 2008 this team had got got you know got better and better the talent the overall body of work don staley's leadership coaching abilities was on full display you know the last two three years even longer than that she really put forth a great effort and bringing her team together you look at South Carolina they had obviously a heartbreaking loss last year in the final four I think it was either to Stanford or another team um you know so South Carolina was on a mission they were on a mission to win yesterday um win on Monday night you know they wanted it more than UConn I I would say by by their play I mean able to do a good job of rebounding destiny henderson was the leading scorer for south carolina with 26 points you had alia boston do just enough in terms of rebounding and points wise to help this team and you just saw a collective effort you saw the offense really be consistent for south carolina throughout this game and throughout the season you know they obviously had a impressive run they obviously had a couple of losses earlier this season but they play with, with grace. They play with versatility, um, but their defense, and that's what really changed things a lot for them in this run. You know, they beat a Louisville team that was a favorite underdog heading into that matchup, and they won that. But Dawn Staley, look what she's done. I mean, she's had so much experience in terms of leading the USA women's basketball team uh, to gold medals and being part of that. So there was so much riding on Dawn Staley and her ability to, to, to develop a culture, to hold her players accountable, to bring out the best of them is what really drove this team. You know, they obviously a couple of years ago had an incredible, you know, back in 2020 that they had, they had an incredible season. They were number one seed, but the tournament got canceled due to COVID. And so, you know, she had led this this group to a title early on in when she, when she started, um, but it had been a long time coming for her and it was necessary to come full circle, especially for Alia Boston and Destiny Henderson, two of the best players on the team. I mean, what a what a moment for them to be able to find a way to win. Playing dominant basketball, not getting nervous, not getting those things. They played really well. 
Um, look at UConn, Paige Bukas was their leading scorer, but you know, other than that, Ozzy Fudd, she couldn't really do much. Christian Williams didn't have that much. UConn just never really found themselves as, uh, as an offense um, in this game. You know, they could not hit shots. They were struggling to move the ball to their free throw line. Uh, it wasn't the best performance by Gino Oriema and one of his, you know, because Gino Oriema's obviously had an impressive career. You know, nothing can be taken away from UConn and the amount of games they've won and, you know, and the records they've set along the way. Gino Oriema has had a huge impact on the women's college of basketball. He's spoken a lot of things. He's won a lot as well. But it's been hard for him to find that consistent team the last two to three years. Um, but this group still pulled off incredible games. You know, they you know, they were able to do a tremendous job. They were battle-tested throughout this entire season. You know, they went on an impressive run, beat some teams that, you know, maybe... You know, he thought about it early on. You know, wasn't gonna happen, but Gino Rima did his best. I mean, UConn had an impressive season. Paige Bukers, considering the kind of injury that she suffered with, you know, with the leg injury in, uh, last year, her to come back was just tremendous. And UConn just, you know, like I said, they just could not make it a game, uh, you know, as much as they they hoped to. Um, but you know, you look at South Carolina, the way they played their team that definitely can, can run it back again and have another shot at another title uh, just because Don Staley just isn't missing a beat she's bringing it and you know she outdueled Gino Riema in this one so you know hats off to her for pulling that off and um, you know it was one of those runs in the season where you know, we had a lot of dominant teams in the women's college basketball but South Carolina and it came to it they never cracked they never faltered uh, they remained the course, and a lot of their players played the best at the right time and at the right mindset. And Don Staley's entire coaching experience, championship winning experience, really came into play, uh, culminating in a focus group um, that won it on Monday night. And um, it was very nice to see. And uh, hopefully, more and more of other teams, like you know, like like Louisville, come up maybe in the in the teams next to challenge. Uh, but South Carolina might be on uh, something special. They can keep it going this way. Obviously, recruiting will be a huge part of that. Uh, but well, time will tell. Time will tell what the landscape of co- women's college basketball looks like. There's a lot of impressive coaches, a lot of impressive teams, a lot of impressive players that are out there. that are still developing and getting into, you know, developing into you know, promising future stars. And so I think we will see some of these players that recently played probably be in line for the WNBA and that's will be that'll be another exciting thing to watch is to see how these players who are seniors heading into the WNBA draft in their first year as WNBA pros. So in this next segment, I want to talk about the men's national championship game, uh, Kansas wins the 2022 national championship game over North Carolina 72 to 69 one of the biggest and most dramatic championship games in probably recent history what a run for both teams first of all in making this making this matchup i mean in the previous round we saw Kansas do away and beat Villanova you know pretty easily with the great performances of David Morkamek Mor- Mor- you know Mor- and Ochai Abaji 
Um, what a tremendous effort that was. And then you look at North Carolina. What a statement they made against Duke, beating the Tar, beating the Blue Devils in a tight game. They went wire to wire, um, and they got the best of Duke in the final stretches of that game to end Coach's career on a loss. Uh, the ultimate pride and honor for North Carolina as they really stuck it to their uh, one of their biggest rivals. So that was tremendous in itself. Um, but you just look at both teams. They squared off Monday night. And uh, what a performance it was for um, for both teams. I mean, North Carolina was dominant for a stretch in the first half where they scored 16 points straight to grab a 40-25 to 25 lead over the Kansas Jayhawks. And Bill Self, who has obviously seen his fair share of ups and downs, a lot of downs, ever since he won his first title, I think back in 2008, you know, he stepped up. He delivered on a lot of changes. Uh, he tweaked the defenses. You saw a totally different Kansas team in the second half. The first half, they just could not find a way to score. You know, some of their veteran players just were hitting shots. They weren't getting things to click. And you started thinking like, oh, no, this is exactly what happened to Kansas a couple of years ago. Right. You know, against Villanova a couple of years ago, they had the same kind of thing happen where they just could not respond. They ended up getting beat. But in this game, you know, Kansas made a comeback. They made an incredible comeback where they outscored. North Carolina 49 to 27. And even though North Carolina had the rebounding advantage, you just saw this veteran group of, you know, David Morkamek, Ochaya Abaji, and, you know, I think Jalen Williams or Boston, I think the name is, you know, you just saw a great effort from the players of Kansas where they really woke up in the second half I mean it was just tremendous to see them kind of wake up and play extremely good basketball I mean you just look at the way that they kind of persevered through that stretch where they made it a game and this game was tight all the way across towards the end especially in the final two minutes of this game where you know you were just on the edge of your seat thinking who's gonna win and I mean from North Carolina you just look at it they had it. They had it going, and they just totally weren't able to keep it going. I mean, you know, one of their best players in Armando. Armando Bacot was, like, one of the best players for North Carolina during this stretch they've had in the tournament as an eighth seed to be able to come this far. I mean, he did end up injuring his ankle kind of in the final minute of this game, but both teams traded back and forth shots i mean but the execution was there for kansas so they were able to get more kamek the ball in a couple of spots and north carolina had quite a bit of looks at it you know you had caleb love put a shot bear cut a shot manic who tripped up and excuse me couldn't get a shot so north carolina had every opportunity to tie this game you know it just wasn't able to hit that shot the execution could have been a little bit better, but give Kansas credit for playing tough defense and clogging the lanes because they made it really, really tough. R.J. Davis as well, a key player for 
North Carolina had an impressive season, you know. They were able to keep these guys in check. And, I mean, Bill Self, I say, he deserves a lot of credit. He deserves a lot of credit for having a game plan that really changed things a lot for North Carolina. They didn't play tighter. You know, a lot of shots weren't, you know, as clear-cut as they used to be. Just look at it. I mean, from the three-point line, North Carolina shot 5 of 23. And they got to their free-throw line a lot more. They had more rebounds, but they had 13 turnovers. And so that came down to it. And UNC only shot 31.5% from the floor, but Kansas shot... You know, they shot more threes effectively, and they shot better for the field goal. So, you know, in terms of, like, you know, they shot 43.9%. So, you had Armando Barcat, who had, I think he had 15 points overall. Manic had 13. Love had 13. I mean, most of the North Carolina players were in double figures, but the shots were tough to come by. Especially for Caleb Love, who had five. He shot five of 24. You had Arthur Davis shoot 5 of 17. You had, you know, Armando Bearcott shoot 3 of 13. And you look at Kansas, on the other hand, you know, you have Morkamek, who shot 7 of 15. Wilson shot 5 of 13. Braun shot 6 of 14. So you saw much better selection and much more effective shots with points for Kansas. And that's what it made it so impressive was just the fact that Kansas was down by a number of points and they somehow were able to climb their way back their offense got going the right time where North Carolina's offense went completely opposite and it was a thrilling game you know stifling the championship defense that Kansas played I mean they also had a run in 2020 um, just like South Carolina that was cancelled due to the COVID pandemic and so, you know, this team for Kansas was coming. They were a team that knew that they could, com- you know, get through this composure and work it out. And Bill Self, like I said, he tapped into something into that defense where you saw a lot of, you know, North Carolina hit a lot of rush shots in this game afterwards. I mean, you saw Kansas speed also. Um, you know, Kansas speech that her rim was impressive. So, I mean, the confidence was there. I mean, Remy Martin was also someone who stepped up for Kansas as a sixth man off the bench. He had 14 points. I mean, you saw contributions come from Kansas in ways that in the previous couple of years just weren't seeing it as well. And you saw for a stretch, but it came back. So, a huge shout out to Bill Self and Kansas for pulling it off. As for North Carolina, a tough one for sure, but Hubert Davis had an incredible season following the great Roy Williams. This team finished 29-10 and 10 on the season. They were one of the seeds in the ACC as the eighth seed that knocked off very impressive teams along their way. They took out the Cinderella of St. Peter's. They beat Duke. Um, they beat several teams along the way in this tournament. Baylor, UCLA, I mean... North Carolina had an impressive season. Um, it just wasn't going to happen right away. But Hubert Davis is the guy at UNC. He proved it a lot this year with how he got this group 
to play great basketball. You know, they had some tough losses in the regular season to Kentucky, Miami, uh, Pittsburgh, you know, Virginia Tech. But Hubert Davis coached his team really, really well. And they just could not execute and finish as well as they hoped to at the end. But a tremendous run for Hubert Davis. And he's definitely going to be the right coach that will keep UNC in the mix of things for years to come in that in that tournament and the division. But um, for Kansas... Uh, a really great story for them because they were a team that was searching for it, you know, for a while. And you knew that they were going to find a way to break through. And the way that it happened was just really great. I mean, for them to outduel the way that, um, you know, to outduel North Carolina at the end was tremendous. And, you know, you just look at it for Kansas as well. I mean, they just hit right touch at the right time and that's what it comes down to you know it comes down to comebacks comes back to a belief and Kansas had a belief they had the momentum um and they showed it again and again throughout the tournament by beating you know Miami and Providence and Villanova and I think that's why their run was well deserved and yes Kansas does have a uh investigation for their program that will be coming up so that's a little bit interesting because you know school is gonna have to face some questions about an NCCA double investigation but nothing takes away from the performance of Bill Self and this team on the court and what they did um, in New Orleans on Monday night.